0: You're listening to the Frame One Hundred podcast, a show by Brick Filmers for Brick Filmers.
1: And welcome to the Frame One Hundred podcast. Where occasionally we try to scare you with films made of small plastic figures. You're listening to episode fifteen of the show. I'm Chris, known as Gold Brick Productions, here with Trevor, aka Suited Engineer Studios. Boo. Sam, aka Locker Seventy Four Productions.
0: Trev, that was the worst boo I've ever heard.
1: And Marcus, aka Brick Hat Studios. It's Marcus. Oh, that was easily the scariest of the three intros. I was trying I to go know. for it. Trev's
2: it's boo from... made me jump a little bit.
1: Yep.
2: Oh, that was... mm-hmm. as intended. Wow. yeah.
1: <laughs> and I guess it's a good thing he hasn't released a deal to die for because he'd be traumatized.
2: Bam. Very, truth very original, Chris. Very original, Chris. Never uh, heard that else, one I don't before. know what else you expect
0: from us.
1: You never have. I
2: don't. I expect everything lesser. Honestly.
1: Top oof. Anyways, welcome to our Spooktober podcast. Ooh. Where it's spooky and it's October.
2: Yeah. October 2020. The 2020 Halloween ever. 2020.
1: The whole
3: 2020 well, year so has we'll been be Halloween. Talk- you mean cancel edition.
2: <laughs> this is true.
1: Oh, my goodness. This year,
2: yeah. Halloween is going to be a digital
3: event, guys. It's going to be great. We're going to send virtual candy. We can now send food
1: over the internet, guys.
3: Virtual Reese's? Let's go. Ew.
2: Okay, now I'm
1: thinking of, like, you ever you guys ever watch, like, the really old, uh, what was it Charlie the Chocolate Factory, where, like, they had the TV thing, like, it would send candy bars, like, across TV. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, exactly. Like uh, can, can we get on that? I, already, I forget please? what
2: that's called. It's something-o-vision. Um, Wonka Vision. Wonka Vision. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Oh, there we go.
1: Like, it's just Wonka, and then whatever the thing is at the end. Yep. That's kind of works that's out about as nicely. smart as
2: they could get. It back in the nineties was that when that released, or the eighties? I
1: can't remember. Hmm. Something
2: like that. Maybe, maybe the maybe quick, the listeners ta- can tell us. We'll 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 find out.
1: <laughs> so I guess we'll take a mini quick tangent here. So, are you doing something for Halloween, or are you doing like me and just using Halloween as an excuse to walk around in costume and have nobody ask questions?
0: <laughs> um, I know my work is doing a costume contest. I'll probably just go as something. I don't know yet. <laughs> Do the coach she again. I want to see you go as him coach. I don't have the mustache this year. You got to start growing it then. Ah, oh yeah, because yeah, I can grow it in three weeks. Two three weeks.
1: weeks? That's that's a cool. piece of cake. Well, Trev, what are you doing then? Yeah. Uh. Well, what what I'm
2: do- what I'm doing. Uh. I don't really have any plans. Yeah. I'm probably just gonna hang out with my roommate. Uh.
1: you finish a horror film.
2: I would like Go to. For? I mean, I. You'll be hearing something about that this month.
3: Uh. I. I can. I can kind of say. But Halloween is canceled, so we won't be hearing anything then. That you're stretching. You're stretching, man. No. All right.
1: How about you, Marcus? What do you have to? <laughs> Well, uh, you you didn't you didn't hear what I ha- I was basic, doing? I just basic, uh, you said you're hanging <laughs> out with adult. roommates, start, start releasing working. horror films. Go, it? It? Marcus. This this is so you're disappointing. just working, Marcus. <laughs> you could like work and wear something if you wanted.
3: No, I, I'm just I'm just gonna be the basic adult working my job, and if I see somebody, I'm just gonna spray them with chlorine and bleach. Oh. There's your candy for today
1: y'all are so lame cynical people i'm working on uh you didn't let me finish master chief's armor you
2: didn't let me finish i i I said fine i said i was going to try and dress up i don't know if i'm gonna dress up because i don't know how many people around campus are actually going to dress up but i was planning on doing uh a certain character from a certain graphic novel series i'm a fan of uh
1: Spider-Man? No. If you dress as Homelander, I will punch you. <laughs> no. I was uh, as the best Peter Parker again.
2: I, I, was, I was planning on dressing up as Tintin, but I don't know if that's going to happen now. I need to actually get all the, okay, the clothing realistic. parts for it. I was going to like cut my hair just like the character and everything, but everything this year has been so up in the air. Uh, I guess my Halloween costume is going to suffer the same fate.
0: Yeah. I, I feel that. I don't know. i I'll go as Indiana Jones. I got a fedora. I don't care. I look like the most. <laughs> I, of, I look like, you would. What is it? I look like the most of Harrison Ford out of everybody here. So. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. yeah, I could see that. I mean, so I, uh... you guys did see my uh, face swaps earlier today, so you know oh, what's God. up.
1: Oh, we don't talk about those. We don't. <laughs> All right. So I feel like I, you need
2: to post us to Twitter me. for actual yeah. context.
0: I oh think. yeah. I'll, here, I'll do it. I'll do it right. Nope, I'll do it nope. right now. All right, Chris, take us away
1: yeah okay um so i'm i 3d printed the parts to make master chief's helmet for halo yeah i'm gonna try and make the armor so at the very least i'm gonna try and walk around with a helmet worst case scenario i'll give up on those dreams and just wear my doomslayer helmet <laughs> that's pretty much
2: you're gonna try and recreate <laughs> that meme of uh what is it the it's at the grad the college graduation the woman goes spartan and then master chief walks up on stage <laughs> wait what <laughs> That was a thing. Oh I'll have to send it to you later. It's no I've seen it before, but I it, it, it popped up on my uh, Twitter feed the other day. Uh, I, it got a good chuckle out of me. <laughs> That's funny.
1: But here's the thing, though. When we go to Brick Fair, <laughs> <No>. we <laughs> all sing the Halo song in the bathroom. Uh, I'm kidding. That's cliche. No, we are not.
3: Uh, what I, you, I you guys really
1: that? need to do is, y'all need to play Halo, including you, Marcus, because even though you don't like space games, this one's an exception that you're going to make. Space games don't. As friends play Halo.
0: Space Jam? Did I hear Space Jam?
1: Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> We're on so many tangents. <laughs> Speaking of the fourth segue earlier that was my Homelander comment, we got a couple of news items. So, this article from Brick Filmers Guild Brick film clip produced by a Cash Jones featured in Amazon's hit TV show, The Boys. Yeah. It's pretty cool. <laughs> so the Amazon hit TV show The Boys recently featured a 20-plus-second stop-motion clip created by Canadian brick filmer Akash Jones of Akash Lego Productions. One of the characters from the show, Ryan, shows Homelander and Stormfront his Lego animated version of The Blind Side, one of his mom's favorite movies. Which I think is just really cool that they just included brick filming out of nowhere.
2: Yeah, it's... I, I, I've been watching this show very recently with a friend of mine. Um and it's uh it's a really, really good show. Um it it's a very mature it's a very mature show. Um, so be forewarned, but like uh when when I heard that there uh when I heard A Akash said something on Twitter about like being a part of the the upcoming episode for whatever week he was talking about, um and I was like how are they incorporating this? Like, is it actually going to be, like, stop motion? Is it going to be Lego? Like, what's what, what does this mean? And sure enough, just mid-episode, you see one of the characters, uh, you know, as Chris said, he recreated a scene from the blind side uh, out of Lego, and I was like, oh, my God, that's so cool. That's uh, so cool.
0: <laughs> well, I guess they and kind of... Ex- I mean, I guess they kind of explained in the show why animation kind of... Yes, but no. I was really surprised to see it in there. I was I'm actually really happy. It was, it's nice to yeah. see uh, Lego animation uh, shown in like mainstream media. We're going. Even we have like guys, We're even going though, even though we have like the Lego Movie, the Lego Movie Two. That's it. Wow. I love the
2: Ninjago movie throwing that much
0: shade. I see shade.
1: Guys, don't forget the Lego Ninjago movie, one of the things I use to start countless civil wars in the Ninjago community.
0: <laughs> we love ourselves a good civil hey, you war, Hey, guys gotta we? make a living. Oh, yeah. Chris's uh, well, Daily I've... Facts uh, Ninjago are what are keeping me alive at this point. I don't even like Ninjago, but they are. They were nice. They're
2: very funny. They are very funny.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, quick backstory on that I found out that I've gotten to the point in my life now where I can post virtually anything on Twitter. And have a line of people in the Ninjago community waiting to crucify me. Like, uh, there's a handful of people who have been perpetually annoyed by some of my tweets. And very deliberately. Uh, one artist named, uh, she goes by Speedy within the Ninjago community. She has threatened to beat me up behind Denny's. I don't even know why behind Denny's, but I think she wants me dead now. So that's how I knew I, I peaked.
3: Uh,
2: did you, we, we did prefer a
1: fun fact already today i don't remember oh uh, no i posted uh posted one last night i'm kind of done i'm tired no
0: no we <laughs> gotta have one for this stream please i mean to be fair chris denny's is a nice place to fight because nobody really goes there unless it's like two o'clock in the morning yeah uh, I, I hop in waffle so, house to the, okay. are the places to go for breakfast fair. food
2: at 2 a.m if you want to mer- i mean this is gonna be like this. no one goes to waffle house sam no and, we're not going down this train. <laughs> We're not.
1: To no, we're going down this train. We gotta go down this train.
0: I mean, it is a spooky nope. episode, so we might as well talk about some spooky topics. If you were to want to yeah, murder yeah, someone, let's talk about go behind Denny's. Mm. No witnesses. Anyway, welcome mm. to the Frame One Hundred Podcast, where we just talk about stuff that we're gonna have, Sam's gonna have to cut out of the podcast later on. What do you guys say? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sam, I feel like with this wealth of knowledge
1: you have, you're obviously scripting Homelander. Just saying. <laughs> Yep. He I just going to go down Sa- one Sam quick has little been one tangent. of the
2: screenwriters from the start. Yeah. They, he's been going by a pen yeah. name and uh the, yeah, he, he's stolen somebody else's alias.
0: It's Ham let see. Thing Foo- is Footney. Ham Footney. Ham Footney. The yeah. name.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well,
0: I, <laughs> I hate that
2: so
1: much. No, that's totally fair. Uh, yeah, I will quickly cover some questions and then uh, we'll go from there. So our first one is from our good friend Gary Moore, hashtag Frame 100 Podcast. What's the process you use when editing the show? What audio effects do you apply? And how much of it is you manually cutting things out slash cleaning stuff up? And do you make notes of time codes while recording to know what to cut? So what it sounds like is that Gary wants insider information on our podcast. We didn't get him an NDA in time, but I'm sure we can answer.
0: Well, I mean, do you want me? I guess I'm the one who has to answer to You're one the edits. one who edits all the audio,
2: so <laughs> um, it makes sense that you you talk about it.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I guess. Um, so I use Audition to edit. Uh, I'm actually, it's a good way to like. I was, I haven't really worked with Audition before, so it was a good baptism by fire type moment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we don't really cut a lot out. I mean, unless it's like topics that are very. Like, I'll say stuff sometimes that probably shouldn't be said. Trev will say some stuff that doesn't need to be said. We just say stuff. What? <laughs> All right, right whatever. whatever. Randomly. No, I'm not trying. Is this trying... a Chris word? I'm not, yeah, I Everything say, I
1: say is perfect. If if I,
0: <laughs> Yeah, I've never actually, I've never had to cut anything Chris has said. He's the only person in the podcast I've never had to cut.
1: Wow.
3: It
2: and it's very time?
0: impressive. Um, you just have to cut stuff from what I say because
2: it's done despite me. Uh, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, I think no, it's really what that we do, though. Uh, <laughs> it, it's not bad. I mean, we have Trev, who is the perfectionist of the group, keep track of blemishes in the audio track. So he just types it's, down what time. Yeah, it's usually like, just like if, uh, you know, if
2: like a. Uh, I can hear a background noise on somebody else's end or if something happens on my end and it's like super distracting, we'll, you know, or we'll make we, sure to uh, clean it up a little bit.
0: Or if we stumble over each other like we did a few minutes ago. You guys won't mm-hmm. hear it because I edited it out. Gang, gang. Hey, um, that's how good we are. <laughs> but <laughs> it's not. I mean, a lot of the stuff I do, it takes like, I think the hardest part for me is lining it up, but it doesn't take that long. Really, all together, it takes maybe like two hours to kind of line everything up and get it edited and ready to go. The thing that takes the longest is we're all on different schedules. And it's hard for all of us to listen to the podcast and get edits. So if you hear anything in the podcast that probably could have been edited out, we're sorry. We're doing the best we possibly can. We're doing the best we can.
1: And also, too bad, deal with it. (laughs) So I hope that answers your question. If it doesn't,
0: if it doesn't follow me on Twitter, at Locker74, and I will answer questions the best I can.
2: Yeah, everybody go spam him in the DMs. Uh, ruin his ruin his DMs. Hit me up with
0: the DMs! Okay.
2: <laughs> anyway. You heard it here, ladies sorry. and gentlemen.
0: <laughs> DMs. All right. Well, with
1: that, we can move on to the next question here. Apocalypse Dareth, a.k.a. Apocalypse Pants, says, Hashtag Frame 100. Thoughts on Neon jealousy Existential... I think he's trying to say Evangelion, but it's something... Neo Genesis
0: um, Evangelion. Yes. Evangelion um, yeah. Thank you, a- AP. Yes. I'm I'm gonna be fully honest. I think three I of us no, are gonna be fully honest. Yeah, <laughs> I have no idea what that is. I have zero idea what that is. Is it an anime? Yes, it's an anime. Oh, that's Never why seen I don't it. know what it is. Uh, that's why I know I don't it know has what what a it very is. big following.
1: That's okay, about um, On a scale of sorter online to Full Middle Alchemist Brotherhood, where does it fall into? <laughs> Or okay, so
3: I've never I never actually finished the anime I mm-hmm. watched the movies Instead Because the movies are so much better And I'm still waiting for the fourth Oh they're still making more? Yeah it's. I've been waiting for eight years now Oh Because Oops. the director I don't remember the director's name I'm not a big fan Obviously, as as you can tell. But uh, I know the director was actually working on, like, Godzilla. Oh. So that, that's why. Was it, like, one of the live-action ones? I don't know. It's, like, Godzilla Shin or something, I think?
2: Oh, I know, so. It, I know they've done, like, a bunch of... Or, well, they've done, like, the live-action ones. There's, like, a bunch of anime ones they've done. I know there's a new one that Netflix just announced recently. Um, was it
3: Godzilla Shin? I don't even remember.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
3: Who? <laughs> Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. Yeah.
0: So it was it was an anime.
3: Yeah, it's an okay. No, 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 not Godzilla Shin. Godzilla Shin is a is a is a live action.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, I just I'm not into anime. Never really have been, and I'm not knocking people who are, but I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. I can't answer your question. I just I've never heard of it. So.
3: Hate me. So for those of you who don't know what uh. Neon Genesis Evangelion is. I'm a. I'm just gonna put it in a very short synopsis. It's not really a synopsis, but like sort of logline. So it's basically about a bunch of teenagers who have to get in giant robots and fight against these aliens that come to Earth. Either come to Earth or they're from Earth. One of the two. I don't remember which one. But the long version of the story is that. Shinji, our main character, is a teenage high schooler, middle schooler, I think he's high schooler, a high schooler who's super depressed, and his dad is, like, leader of this agency, and he's like, forcing him to get into this robot, or else he's gonna make this, like, crippled girl do it. And so, that's that's basically the first episode, I don't remember much, but that's basically it. Um, like, it's a good show is this not for me there's like a lot of like biblical references and the show talks about well not talks about but like the director I forgot his name I apologize but like when he was making this show he was like super depressed and it's a shows throughout the film but I also remember that like in the last the last episode or something the anime ran out of Budget and so literally the final episode was everybody, all the characters, even dead ones, surrounding the main character, just clapping, saying, Congratulations, you did it. And yeah, that's just that's just like I wasn't interested in that. And then my friend told me about the movies, like just watch the movies, don't watch the anime. And I'm like, Oh my god, this is so good. But of course, it's been eight years since I watched the last movie. So, I might rewatch the anime and give it another go since it's on Netflix. And same thing with the movie. All i would just say, like, it's really
0: depressing. Yo. <laughs> Man, there's some, like. Wait, wait, wait. On a scale wait, from. Actually, Wally. to the end of Flags of Our Fathers. How depressing is it? Because WALL-E is super depressing. And I mean super depressing. You mean that like Disney movie? Yes. How is WALL-E super
1: depressing?
0: It is so depressing. I've never seen the auto one, so. Oh, did I say Flags of Our Fathers? I meant... uh, I forgot what I meant.
1: God. So in conclusion, on a scale of Ratatouille, which is pretty upbeat and happy, and everything goes great, and the best Pixar movie ever. Mm. So you walk out of the theater of Cars 2, realize that you wasted your time, and your soul, and you'll never get those two hours back. Where does Neon Genesis Evangelion... Fall if Cars through? 2 was a
3: 10 of bad, I would put it at, like, a 7. 7 out of 10 bad. Okay.
1: On this vague scale, that's totally fine.
3: <laughs> like, like... You know what happened in the ending? They ran out. They ran out of budget. Oh, they ran out so they, they of had budget to, they had to the point where, like,
1: they ran out uh, so much
3: money to the point where, like, the final episode. You know what happened in the final episode? Literally, all the characters just clapped their hands for the main character and said, "Congratulations, you did it." We don't know what you did, but you did it. Wow, that's it, man. And it wow. was like. What did I? What? It was like the biggest
0: BN ever. But no, the movies are ten times better. Way better. Well, I hope that answers your question, AP. I don't know if it did.
1: If it promised any more questions, we'll fail to answer those too.
0: Yeah. If, if you ask any more anime questions, we're just gonna respond with the same thing. Cause I think I know one mm-hmm. anime. I know. I know yes. a single anime. It's... Okay. Well, what anime is it? I'm curious. Like, I know the name of it. What Ned? I know the name of it. But I don't. Dead it is t- it's like, one, is it One Piece? Oh, one piece of yeah, One Piece. With the stretchy pirate?
1: Yes, yes.
0: That is a good animal, Yes.
1: I think, I think Ned, Ned over there is a big weeb. She's very angry. We, no, Ned, your waifu is not laifu. Gosh. Yeah, I'll, I'll, let's
2: pause here just so here. we can. In attempt it to. Back.
1: Oh, no, we gotta we got keep this. Oh. We just gotta talk over Ned we just gonna talk
0: over Ned, okay?
1: Alright. And that's how I commit tax evasion. <laughs> oh, hey, save your back.
0: Huh, wow. Well. Uh.
2: So, okay, yeah, when it comes to anime, on my end, uh, I've watched a lot of Ghibli movies what what i have not Studio watched Gibley. I've not watched any shows the only the only show that I actually sat down and forcibly decided to watch was the first four episodes of the Castlevania uh anime that was on Netflix and then I kind of forgot about it entirely so other- I heard that one was okay I've heard it yeah i've heard I've heard good and bad about it um
1: it's pretty great. And it's definitely small scale, mm-hmm. definitely more mature. Yeah. Like but, other than that that's, recommend... that, that's it. That's all I've really watched.
2: I don't think Avatar applies as an anime. I know there's been plenty. I was actually going to ask that about that. If counts. Pokemon count as an anime? The answer is yes. Actually, yes. I have watched plenty of Pokemon. I, I have, I have, I have allowed myself to watch that.
1: But does Shrek count as an anime? Yes, yes.
2: it does. Guys, of of them, the same So therefore, it does. Talking about the denomination of anime versus <laughs> animation <laughs> could be a whole discussion on its own, and I think. The but we don't, don't have time for that. Is stupid. So, yeah, exactly. We are we are moving on from that. <laughs> this is literally the worst I'm episode. <laughs> <be> well, here <laughs>
1: I'm gonna take. I'm gonna do a segue. We're gonna do Frey 100's best segue yet. Are we ready? No. <laughs> For a transition from anime to spooky. And you know what's kind of a spooky anime if you really think about it? Death Note. Okay, Death Note was good. Death Note is great, but wow, it's heavy. Chris is a weeb confirmed. Now we're not just talking- we're just not talking about, you know, find a girl on screen, call your wife and call it a day. No, it ain't any of that crap. No, we're talking about the moral dilemma between the power to take a life versus the justice system, all combining in this cat-and-mouse game between two characters. It is pretty crazy. And spooky. Alright, best segue ever. Can I get an audience score? Let's go. <laughs>
0: Nine.
1: Three?
2: I'll take it. Three. Yeah, I'm gonna give that a three.
0: Uh, True, we're not friends I've anymore. done better.
1: Sorry.
3: Ten? <laughs> out of one thousand.
1: See, this is why... <laughs> no, <the crowd. laughs> I was like, Marcus is, is my enough. favorite, but Marcus moved down to about... Like on a scale of Homelander, we gotta stop talking
2: about these scales, man. Marcus,
1: Marcus is pretty close to Homelander now.
2: Pretty soon, everybody's just gonna be talking about the podcast on a scale of Tom the Johnson. Like, gosh, we 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 can't we can't go down down that road again. I'm
1: kidding. I'm done.
0: (laughs) All right. So, Chris, you want to transition us into our next topic? I don't know what our next topic no, is. No, I'm going to, because I know what we're talking about next. And
1: it's,
2: oh,
1: okay. Good
2: Uh it, So, in the vein of uh, spooky, because we're spending the whole rest of the month uh, kind of being, being spooky for October, um, we... F- Forgot to mention the results for the fright and fear contest, so we just wanted to kind of run through the top three. Um, uh, maybe say a couple a couple words here and there about them, um, but other than that, we were just going to kind of run through them and and talk a little bit about them. Uh, Chris, do you do you have the list pulled up? Because I, I I think you were yes I do. Them. Cool.
1: Yeah. So mid September, Filmers Guild put down a quick recap of all the entries. So thanks again, Filmers Guild. Uh, Bricks in Motion has announced the winners of the 2020 Summer Contest, Fright and Fear. The winners were announced on the BIM Discord Room by Sebastian Segura. The top ten are... uh, We only really have uh, time to talk about the top three here. So we got first place is Isolation by SurfSmurf778. Second place is Justified by Osam Studios. And third place is A Bump in the Night by Locker74 Productions. Hey, I know that
2: guy. I wish I didn't. Yeah, that
1: guy's a total (laughs) hack. (laughs)
2: <laughs> wow
1: he's a shameless artistic hack mm-hmm. yeah i know but, uh,
2: i mean yeah there
1: a ton of great entries that i saw like <laughs> we we are i i confess i'm slightly biased because i know one of the people so i kind of really liked his <laughs> film a lot but honestly there were a lot of great entries here really Yeah. everyone did a fantastic job and i got to see many of them behind the scenes as they were being developed and it was it was just a blast so good job everyone who entered <laughs>
2: Yeah, I, I would definitely say that the top three that placed in the top three were, you know, there. Like, I, I they were definitely the scariest, I think, of the, the entries that were submitted. Because um, that's, I know a lot of people went the comedy route, which I totally get that. Because comedy and horror very much lend themselves to one another. Um, but I I was really excited to see some horror stuff. Because it's kind of what I'm trying to do right now myself. But, uh, <laughs> so. it will make us make the jokes, It was, right? it. I I took the joke from you, okay? Uh <laughs> and that's
1: the scariest part. Exactly.
2: But yeah, no, I, I, I loved uh I loved the top three entries. Um Isolation uh did actually make me jump at one point. Uh it, it, the good good jump scare in there. Um like the atmosphere in that one a lot. Uh the aesthetics in um in Osam's video, were amazing. And then I just love Sam's. Like, the the style of Sam's. It's just, I love it. I, I'm also biased there, though.
0: Because <laughs> I did help him out a lot with it. It ain't no Ace Brickman, but it'll do. It'll do.
1: <laughs> but it ain't no Dr. Scar! Ah! Mm.
0: Ah.
1: ah!
0: So, I don't, wanna, I don't really want to talk about mine very much, because already, we've already dedicated almost a whole episode to my stuff, so... Yeah, we've talked about you too long. <laughs> I mean, yeah, basically. I want to say
1: this, though. <laughs> I think if uh, if Gary Moore had taken his winning brawl entry and entered it in this contest, I think it would have done really well. Oh, uh, yeah. No doubt. Hypotheticals. Because oh, for yeah. a second, I got super confused. I thought he entered that for this contest, but he actually entered it for brawl. I'm sitting here thinking, whoa, that would have been a strong contender here. Very true. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that one is legitimately scary to me. It's like...
1: Yeah. That one did actually freak me out in a couple parts, which is crazy. It's, it's got the right creep factor,
0: yeah. I'll, I'll say that. But. And anything with adventures uh, anywhere in it, like The Mummy or anything like that, I'm I'm sold. I'll watch it. <laughs> oh god, I need to change the Deal to Die For script now, don't I? I'm already not going to watch it, Trev.
2: Oh wow, I, I really appreciate your support. <laughs> not that I was looking not for, I was looking for released, yours guys. individually. Come on. I was looking for everyone else's support but yours, Sam. I hope you know that. Well, you we should be used to it by now i am used to it by now anyway let's move on <laughs> actually marcus <laughs> did you have anything to say about the three entries not really no okay well there we go <laughs> congratulations well, everybody that got the top three.
0: three yeah uh and great work good to job all the people. great work to all the people yeah, that submitted um yeah i was gonna say yeah, indeed a lot of good entries proud of all of you guys Keep yeah, up the got. good
2: work. Now, now go submit to September Fest because I guess that's the big contest on the
1: market right now. It is true. Yep. As of now until October 31st, you still have time to enter into September Fest. A couple weeks. Uh, make a brick film. Uh, get your parrots out of a trash can. Repeat the same three in jokes, and you could win fabulous prizes. <laughs> exactly. Wow. You <laughs> right. be like that sometimes. Yeah.
0: Anyways. So since we're doing Spooktober, or was it Spooktoberfest? Spooktober Fest? Spooktober. Spooktober, spooktober Fest is just too extra. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's true. We don't want. To, we don't want to be too extra on the Frame 100 podcast. Oh yeah. As if we already heresy were already. <laughs> um, let's talk about Halloween movies. I don't know if we want to get into horror because I feel like some people don't like horror. Some people do. Yeah. Let's just talk about Halloween movies in general. Well, so it um, can be. Yeah. Well, you know what I'm... I. Yeah, like well, I, I, it doesn't have <laughs> it doesn't have to be a horror movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Anything that kind of resonates with spook.
2: Yeah, I think like so uh, uh, we, we want to kind of spin this in a way where we're talking about what um, makes horror movies work for us. Um, sort of like what has to be done with the characters, the the themes, the the narratives of everything, um, because I think those are like really important details to making a horror film work.
1: Um well, what I need to quickly say is that the very first thing you should do if you want to make a film have a spooky atmosphere is make your spooky film, make your cool action-based sequel, and then stop. <laughs> Alien and Terminator. I'm going to throw down some facts on you. Mm. Alien is a great, small-scale, scary movie in space. Terminator is a great, small-scale, scary movie in a city with Arnold Schwarzenegger. The second one of each series, Aliens and Terminator 2 Judgment Day, realizes that it can't be scary again because you know what a xenomorph is and you know what a Terminator is. So now you know what they are, let's just shoot all of them. And that becomes a great action sequel that becomes really well beloved. And then the third one, Terminator Rise of Machines, Alien 3, realizes it can't do anything and will set the path for all the other sequels following to be a dumpster fire.
0: <laughs>
1: I, a didn't that I, I didn't think
0: I didn't think that Salvation was that bad.
1: Salvation's like Salvation's like the Neil Breen of Terminator Movies. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Yeah, go wow. check out our like, old
2: episode on Neil Breen when we talked about him a bunch. <laughs> no, Absolutely. No. That hurt Chris.
1: That hurt. But I, for for real though, like the scene where Christian Bale because I, I have a hard time believing that's John Connor. I just keep seeing Christian Bale. Puts down a boombox okay, of Guns and Roses and hijacks a Modo Terminator. It's cinema gold. I still need to watch it. Watch it like the same way you would watch The Room or <laughs> I Am Here dot 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 now. Mm. See? Because here's the thing. I, maybe this is our opening clause here. You can't make something scary repeatedly. And I know as soon as we get into more of the Halloween topics, I'm going to throw in the spicy hot take. And Trevor's gonna disown me, so we'll wait on that. Yeah.
0: Well, I guess yeah. I can I can start talking about mine's not necessarily horror. Mine's like again Halloween because I don't really like horror, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Is I this is gonna be really weird, and I'm sorry you guys had to hear this, but dude, the Disney Channel Halloween movies were <laughs> fire. <laughs> They were so. Yes. I just watched no, one the other day. I, watched, I watched. Mom's got. What is it? My mom's got a date with a vampire. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I will say, Lizzie McGuire's dad as a vampire hunter doesn't sit well. <laughs> just doesn't. But that one, Phantom of the Megaplex, slaps so hard. It's. It actually. Even I. I watched it when I was in grade school. And I watched it the other day and I got chills. I still got chills from it. Like I was I was legitimately creeped out because it just was as creepy as I remember. It just was and, so, mm, so good. And you're 24 now? I'm gonna be 25 in January. That is right. That is right, Trev. This is all right. So that's a scary. Uh, I'm, I'm not judging. I'm not judging. And then the all last right. one I want to talk about is <laughs> <laughs> Halloween town. <laughs> yes, <Dude>. let's go. <laughs> Halloween town. I think me and Jared watched it. We talked about it the other day. It is very cringy. Oh all it's of super them cringy. are very yeah. cringy. They're, they're all cringy. So but, <laughs> but what saves so them what saves them for me is the practical makeup effects. You don't see a lot of CG, like special effects in it. Dude, I remember watching that and I was just like, oh yeah, I'm gonna be a warlock." And then I'm like, oh, the warlock's a bad guy, never mind. But the scene in the first one in the movie theater with the dude in the robe, like Emperor Palpatine, if he, (laughs) you know, was Emperor Palpatine. Where he's like, he's like doing like swaying his head back and forth and talking. That gave me nightmares as a kid. I watched it again the other day. It still creeps me out. It's still like, (laughs) but that's, that'll be mine. And then, you know, I like classic horror horror movies. I like Halloween, uh, like the original Halloween movie. The second one's okay. Um, <laughs> and then I liked Aliens, like or Alien, like Chris said. And I really like oh, Nightmare on Elm Street, the original. But I think that's as far as I'll go. As After like those, none of them really are, I'm not really into it because it just gets too gory. And I'm not into gore. Never have been. And I get scared easy. As you guys can tell, I was scared by a Disney Channel movie a couple days ago. So I
2: am happy that I know this knowledge now. I know how to to keep Sam awake at night.
0: <laughs> all wonderful. of our all 120 subscribers of our YouTube channel now know how I feel. Exactly. Guys. <laughs> um yeah, piggy, piggybacking off of what
2: Sam said, I uh, I myself have also not watched that many horror movies. Um, the only three that's doing to a horror mind... movie i i know right yeah the only that doesn't have the horror elements exactly well that's what i want to i want to dive into a bit here uh the okay. only three well actually i guess now it's four technically although this one kind of falls into what chris mentioned with the you know you make your first one you make the action-packed sequel uh being the shining and then it's follow-up dr sleep um which is exactly as chris explained it the first one's very creepy it's super slow and uh like chilling and it just kind of like you know gives you goosebumps um and then the second one is very action oriented you know you've got a lot of stuff with uh people fighting each other and like mind games and everything um and then the other two horror films i've seen being the host which is a creature feature film by bong joon ho um the director of last year's parasite which was wait you know the big oscar winner
0: did you say the host or just host cuz the host. there's w-
2: um cuz yeah there's like one that's based on a book and then there's Bong Joon-ho's Oh
0: one. no. Is it so- the host like with like really really bad Not not the not the the, the-, the parasite dude. No. The other one?
1: No, it like... it's based on a book by Stephanie Meyer. Oh, yeah, so He's it is bad. It, it's really continued bad. sir. Yeah. Your sorry. movie sucks. Did like a three part review of that movie. It is laughably horrid. <laughs> I remember my, my fifth
2: grade teacher read that this, read this book to us in class,
0: and then I didn't know that they made a movie about it until like sure four years after it came out. <laughs> so. Anyway, sorry, Trev. did mean to interrupt you. I just had to oh, make no, sure you... we were talking about the. Yeah, good good no, I and not the. Teenage heartthrob <laughs> show. So continue No, I, I, to- <laughs> I totally
2: get that because that, it's always confusing when movies have either the same or similar titles. But no, it's, it's a creature feature um, and it's like, uh, it's, it's really well done. Um, it, it, that one, it's it, it made me jump a few times uh, seeing it in the theater. And then the other one, which was technically, I guess, the first horror film I can really remember having watched um, that's actually a horror film being A Quiet Place, which I actually love that movie. The way that that movie plays with sound is just, oh, so good. So good. And I'm very excited for the second one if it doesn't get delayed again. Because um, I'm remembering, oh my god, that was supposed to come out last month. Oh, the pain. Um, you might as well get used to it, man. I know. It's it's hard getting used to it, man. Batman got, Batman got moved. Uh, it hurts. Um, Yeah. I I think... Actually, if if we're going to talk about elements of a horror film that I think make horror films work, the sound is... I I personally think that the sound is the most crucial element of a horror film, specifically. Other genres can kind of get away with having faulty sound, but you really have to focus on the the way that a horror film is mixed, because... You know, leading leading a character down a dark hallway when all the sound is very, very, very loud and then it getting softer and softer and softer. Until there's nothing and then boom, you have your big jump scare or you know, your big reveal or whatever. That that's what I think that's what makes or breaks a lot of moments within horror films, uh which is very evident in a quiet place.
1: I don't entirely agree. Chris, rebuttal oh. me. I <laughs> I, I
2: want to you. hear your argument and then I'm going to rebuttal it. <laughs>
1: yeah. I think Terminator is a good example because the first one is very much a cat and mouse chasing game. I think what makes Terminator scary, and a lot of people have commented on this, especially in contrast to the newer Terminators, is all in the presence of the T-800. Because like you repeatedly see Arnold that nothing is able to stop him. And the only time that he is momentarily stopped, like all his flesh is now gone, he's a metal s- skeleton that moves really like jankily, I guess, mm-hmm. janky. He's, I don't know. What the yeah, he's, be. he's
2: he's he's not in good but, like,
1: shape. I don't remember Terminator for sound design. Really, I only remember just the theme music. That but what really makes that one like kind of terrifying is just his sheer presence and the way that they keep building up that you can't stop this dude. And the only way that they're able to stop him like at all is with a big, like dramatic play that tests absolutely everything that the movie has set up so far. So I don't think it's a make or break because I don't remember much of the sound design in Terminator at all, but at the same time emerges the sheer presence of the T-800 is enough to make me go, Oh my goodness, this guy's a serious deal.
2: Hmm. See you say that, but I I think that I, I can definitely think of a couple parts within Terminator that are um really good sound design wise, uh being I'm not
1: saying it's like lacking good sound design, but oh no yeah. makes it scary the that's like, not the make or break the
2: the um the, the 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 like super clamory uh and like jarring sound that's within like the whole final act the whole final showdown, I think that really helps to like lend a lot of the. Um, what's the word? A lot of like the high intensity emotions to the story. Um, granted, everyone is open to their own opinion, so I I totally get where you're coming from, Chris. I mean, I, personally, I don't see the Terminator as much of a horror movie. I guess that's probably where I'm seeing the disconnect. Um,
1: because
2: I'm very much thinking think the first just like generally horror,
1: acknowledged. But... Okay. Yeah. The first one is generally acknowledged as a horror movie. That's Again, interesting. Similar vein compared <laughs> to like Alien, but okay. Um, Alien definitely though it it takes advantage of its sound design though mm-hmm. but there are many other elements that you wrap around it and make it work really
2: So then that being said um, would you yeah. argue that the character uh the characters are the most important part of a horror film what, what what do you think is your what would you consider to be the most important element of a horror film
1: I don't think there is one important element per se I think it's you have to have multiple elements working together Fair yeah I know one thing is novelty for sure again terminator alien i'm gonna throw stranger things into the mix this is where my spicy take comes in. no i knew One, that's
2: what you were gonna say ah here we
1: go marcus sam back me up here but so the first season of stranger things you have a monster the monster is legitimately scary because you can't see it for most of the time and when we do see it at the very end it's climaxed they beat the crap out of it and the scariness kind of goes away now because but then the problem with the second season and the third season is that you can't show the same monster twice, so they tried to create new monsters that are basically very similar to the old monsters. Which doesn't work, because we know what the monsters are supposed to be like, and we're expecting the next few seasons are going to have more monsters. What the second one did, in a way, they kind of went that stereotypical 80s horror to 80s action route. Not nearly enough. And the third one, it suffers from terminator 3 Rise the machines alien 3 fatigue like it falls right into the same trap there so you need novelty you need presence color is a good one sound is absolutely a good one but it's not like one thing <clears throat> and no matter what happens if you don't have the aspect of novelty behind your idea somehow some way you're fighting an uphill battle
2: okay uh on on your stranger things point I actually do agree. I, 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 I do agree. Um, I don't think it that the series suffers as much as like some people would argue it does. Because I, I'm just in general. Uh, like I, I am a fairly analytical person when it comes to movies. Uh, film school has dealt that to me. Um, but, you know, for me, it's usually if I enjoy something, I enjoy something. Uh, you know, I... I don't tend to usually look back on stuff that I just like and try to nitpick it for what it doesn't do well. I usually try and find stuff that I really, really, really love and try to find more to, I guess, more reasons to like that even further. Um, I think that's just kind of like what my my mental does. Um <laughs> Sam Marcus Way in. Exactly. Go ahead.
3: Stop stop tell make us stop talking. <laughs> you know, all this time I was thinking, man, what was what was the latest horror thing I've seen? And then uh, and then Stranger Things popped up. I was like, "Oh yeah, that's right." Man, I remember when I first watched Stranger Things, at least the first season, I actually got night it was like nightmare fuel for me cuz <laughs> that Demogorgon thing was like holy cow. The yeah, organ no, is I so agree cool. with Chris that it does what do you call it? It does get watered down after you've seen it the first time. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, nothing new. But it's just like, you know, they're trying to come up with new stuff. Hopefully season four they'll have something. Well, I mean, we can't really have the same experience as we did at season one.
1: Mm-hmm. As long as it doesn't end up like Terminary Salvation or Alien Resurrection. it's gonna go both those routes simultaneously i'm sure probably yeah
3: but but we shall see i didn't watch this movie i watched it in the movie theaters the trailer for it i think it was called the nun oh i've heard of that yeah oh that that i actually did not watch the trailer because i was so scared (laughs) of that ghost lady thing the nun lady thing oh my god i literally covered my eyes and i just listened to the audio and from the audio i got scared hey we got another man in the audio camp let's go (laughs) i was like whoa but when i like just peeked a little oh my god no I, i just couldn't
0: i just couldn't there we go. We got the visuals crowd. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, okay. So about the nun, I got a I got a funny story. Uh, mm-hmm. Whenever the the trailer came out, I was up in Wichita and I was seeing. What was I seeing? I think I was seeing Deadpool two, and I was seeing it with my brother and my friend Brett. <laughs> and we are we are at the Warren Twenty One, so we had recliners. And Hank had popcorn next to me, and it's the trailer where it's like, I don't know how to explain the trailer, but it's like they're in a dark hallway and. They see like something floating, and like these people walk up to it, and then this like this nun walks behind them, walks like right in front of them, and they don't see him. And then they look, they're looking at the thing, and are expecting the thing to jump, and it came from the side, and I got showered uh, with popcorn. Yeah, misdirection. I got showered with <laughs> popcorn, and so when we saw it, Deadpool two again, but with my dad, Hank did the exact same thing to me. <laughs> despite
3: um, you i, I, I just one, want to let the here, audience the twice. listeners know that when sam was describing the scene i literally took off my headphones because i have a very vivid imagination
1: yeah to- to all you do imagine is flying popcorn mm-hmm. i That's would
0: all. i would say back to my <laughs> thing uh about stranger things you guys know i wasn't hooked onto it until like i think i tried it twice and yeah it took a I lot never, of convincing to get you yeah in there. i know it just <laughs> but see the demogorgon again was about the only thing that was freaky everything else i wasn't i mean the one shot that scares me and it still kind of scares me to this day is that shot is it is, do they call it mr Dark? the big cloud looking crab looking thing uh, that was in the, the Upside Down. That's the Mind no. Flare, yeah. Mind Flare, sorry. Mm-hmm. That's the only shot Mr. that Dark actually... Where Dark
2: come from?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not raggedy it's or anything, it's just funny. That was a
1: nickname for someone else, I think. Yeah, probably. No, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, like, no, Sam? That's,
0: yeah. that's really the only shot that actually, like, gave me chills. It wasn't because of sound design. It was just... It was legitimately a creepy shot. Like, a really... Like, if I... Like if I when it was s- turning
3: upside down?
0: No, like it was just walking. Like whenever Will was like oh, transported yeah, yeah. into the upside down. It's and I don't think it was creepy because of the sound. I think it's because I imagined if I saw that just in nature, just out in the distance, I would pee myself. And I yeah. think that's what I think that's <laughs> what happens with me. I, I don't think it's so much sound design anymore. I think it's just misdirection is what gets me most of the time. So Yeah.
2: Well, that is another thing, like, uh, light and shadow, that's a, that's, that's a very important and crucial element of horror, especially, um,
0: all right, film student, calm down.
1: Oh, shut up. <laughs> you, you know me, <laughs> everyone here I, knows
0: me, they know I'm gonna go you're, deep you're into right this. You're
1: right, though, Trev. Yeah. <sighs> Again, going back to Aliens, so many of those scenes are terrifying because everything's so bleak mm-hmm. and dark, and a lot of the artwork is just, it's kind of atrocious, like, you would look at it and go, this is, like, ugly. But then you look at the context of scene, you're like, "This is horrifying. I hate it." But this is job, so who cares what you think?
2: Exactly. Uh, I actually have one one last thing to mention before um, we shift topics one more time. Uh, so I do remember vividly uh, when I was I it was probably I was probably 11 years old. Um, I remember being at my cousin's and we were all watching uh the haunted mansion uh with With eddie murphy Murphy. yeah yeah. which is a great movie great movie but i love that movie so much Um, i forgot to talk about that one i like that one too oh it's so good but i do remember when they go into that crypt and there's all the spiders everywhere that 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 stuff legitimately terrified me i i hated that scene so much i i've since rewatched it and i'm immune to it now um but like i remember that that oh that was the stuff of nightmares for me back when i was like i was actually probably younger i was probably like eight years old uh i think I, said, I think i said 12 earlier yeah no i was probably closer to like eight eight or nine um <sighs> i hated that so much so so much so like, and and I guess that's that's like the that, That's like the really hard thing To kind of nail with horror Is there's so many elements to it That are super hard to balance And things just aren't going to hit With some people compared to others I think that just goes to That just is kind of par for the course With any film Because um, some people are scared of Some people are scared of crocodiles And they won't see the crawl But then some people just don't care And they'll go see it anyway And be completely unfazed <laughs>
1: well it's like comedy not everybody laughs at everything but there is an objective way to increase the probability of somebody laughing at something Mm -hmm. I think it's the same thing with horror I I gotta keep stressing this though because I feel like this is one thing we keep circling back to novelty is the most important thing Mm
0: -hmm. I can only
1: think of one example where it's the same thing over and over and over again and it's still horrifying the thing is it's doom you're playing as the horror, and everybody else <laughs> oh in the game gosh. is scared of you. <laughs>
2: of course he was going to mention Doom.
1: I have to. Mm-hmm. Because not only that, but there are two movies that are based stuff of Doom. They both suck, and they both try to go for, like, you know, alien-style horror. Like, small-scale space station, and, you know, they're trying to shoot the demons, but it's like, oh, no, I can't handle it. Again, you don't have... You don't have novelty on your side because you're copying Alien, and you don't have novelty on your side because everybody knows what the aliens from Doom look like. Mm -hmm. So, you're automatically outgunned, literally, and you might as well go back to the original premise, which is flipping it in a way that the audience does not expect. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think it would be hard. Just play heavy metal for two hours and have a guy just murder every demon in the room. Mm. You would win all the awards. (laughs) Ah, so, if, if we
2: can all list off a film that we would recommend for the viewers to watch this month, uh, what would it be? I, I know, I will say, there's one film I did actually forget to talk about, uh, that I, another horror I've seen, um, An American Werewolf in London. That that's film, that film for me, is so laughably horrible. The effect, the effects in it are, or the, the special effects in it are amazing. Like, they're, they're like industry-defining special effects. Um... But the plot and like the the way it's executed is pretty iffy. But it's a very fun time. Uh, whether you actually really like it or you just kind of watch it for the stupidity. Um,
0: so that would be my suggestion. Uh, I'll go for anybody. If you have Disney Plus, Phantom of the Megaplex is pretty good. Uh, it's a Disney Channel <laughs> movie. It's like like I said, it's probably one of my earliest memories of like Disney Channel uh, Halloween movies. Uh, everyone would say Halloween Town, but mine's Phantom of the Megaplex. It's not. It's just. It's really good. So go. Watch, I can't explain it anymore. Just go watch it. It's very cheesy. Keep in mind, but it's really good.
3: For mine. Oh man, I remember this. I also got Nightmare Fuel from this. Jaws. Oh, that is another good one. How did
1: we not talk about Jaws? I'm amazed we didn't
3: talk <laughs> that about Jaws. That wow. was a classic. Oh. The 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 boat,
1: come in the boat the underwater. Ooh.
3: Yeah. Oh my god, the, the... boat underwater, yeah. That, that was
2: crazy. <laughs> I remember we I saw that here at school for the first time. It was a packed theater. The only reason it didn't scare me was because I spoiled it for myself in a watch mojo top ten back when I had a <laughs> I had a massive wow. Mach Mojo phase. Literal
1: uh trash. <laughs>
2: I haven't watched Watch Mojo in ages now. But good call.
1: Hi. My name's Trev. Hi, Trev. End up uh, It's been a year since I've watched Watch Mojo.
2: <laughs> I'm a recovering addict, I'm sorry. You should. Be. I haven't watched that stuff in like three years. Anyway, what about you, Chris?
1: Uh as cliche as this might sound, I'm hesitant to really recommend anything super crazy because we do have a mixed audience i will go with stranger things though yeah i, good I think it. the good first pick. season's really good the second season is kind of fun but if you best watch
2: season? it no oh god we'll debate about this later i'm, I'm gonna no. go with
1: first season for best i mean season oh, two is yeah, really I see that. okay hang on let's let's give ourselves a little bit of a scale here so on a scale of horror to action here we go again if you want something that's more on the horror mystery end the first season by far. Yes. But something on the more upbeat mystery action end, definitely season two. Yes. If we you can get to agree season that, three, yes. you will be disappointed. I'm just gonna throw that out. There. I hate you. But I definitely think it's worth a watch. It's definitely a more accessible thing. I wasn't really freaked out by a whole lot of it. Yeah. But at the same time it does give a very scary vibe if you're trying to understand like how the genre it works. It
2: kind of drops the the spookiness for scope and action but um the visuals in it are like really disgusting and i think that's kind of what it like rests its like spooky laurels on um but we can debate we can debate about this at another at another time because this this, this, this could be a whole episode this might uh, maybe we do this next week maybe we talk about this next week
0: Hmm. say i'm not really feeling like debating
2: it's it's too late to the show um, so yeah. yeah, what what Try do we have for our TPQ
0: tonight, boys? So I got one. It's very basic, but oh. I think it's pretty good. Um, basic is fine. <laughs> so if you... What time period would you guys want to live in? But what would you guys do for a job since you can't do video or animation during that time? It can't be present. It can't be in the future. It has to be in the past. Hmm, so like... Shit. So like I would probably want to live in the 50s just because i like the 50s era but i don't <laughs> never would have do... seen that coming yeah i know right <laughs> um i don't know i don't i think 50s either 50s or the 20s would be cool too but what would you do um that's the thing i don't know i think i would probably just be like a factory worker <laughs> i mean wow glitz and glamour i see nice yeah well i don't think i could really do. I couldn't really be an insurance person, couldn't be a car salesman. I think the factory'd probably be the easiest way for me to live just because it's repetitive work, kinda like animation. It's yeah. the same thing over and over. It's like a routine. I think I could do that. I'm pretty i I'm pretty boring. That's fair. So we you know. Do what you want with that.
1: Uh ah, you're selling yourself short. That's fair.
0: <laughs> Teach their own. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> Trev, what do you got?
2: Um I guess for me. Uh I would probably say uh I think just because my parents very much raised me on like 80s uh uh paraphalia. Is that the is that the right word? Uh paraphernalia? Paraphernalia, paraphernalia, that's right. Um yeah, considering my parents raised me up on like 80s music, 80s TV, 80s movies, um the I'd probably say the eighties. Um it's also like a fairly interesting time period just for the history of everything. But like, for me, it would be, I'd want to be working in the entertainment industry. Cause I think there's something that people always just gravitate back to with like eighties movies and eighties shows, eighties music. Um, which again, I guess is, you know, what my parents raised me on. So yeah, I, you know, kind of to experience what they lived through, I think would be really neat. Um, so that's my answer.
3: You got to answer, Chris?
1: I think I do.
2: Go Would we be I... allowed
1: to do something that could possibly change the course of history?
2: This man out here is going to be like, yeah, I'm just going to go back and meet with Thomas Edison. Instead of making a uh, a light bulb, we're going to do a, a time machine instead. You know Not he made quite. cameras too, right?
1: <laughs> Here's the thing. I was all going to say the future because... I thought about that too. Well, okay, okay. Yeah, because NASA has been pushing a lot of initiatives for uh manned moon missions so one of the biggest ones being the artemis program which is going to have a sustained human presence on the moon from 2024 onwards and that made me think okay space stuff but sam said no future and inwardly i curse sam (laughs) and so i'm thinking what i would do i would go back to around say late 60s working with nasa so not only would i be able to be there for the apollo missions which would be just super cool to work on those even in the background but I would then try to use my skills and rise up to try and push the space program further so by the time we get to the shuttle age, we're now at the point where space exploration is like cheaper, more feasible, and therefore kind of just rewrite the past 50 years so space exploration is just a more common thing. Instead of like this big lull we had where NASA was basically like stripped of all funding and prestige. That's what I want to do. I think it would be fun.
0: I like that yeah. answer. Yeah, it's cool. All right, Marcus, do it um, to it, Lars. So
3: I'm gonna kind of piggyback off Chev's
1: answer. Uh,
3: I'm well, not not in the '80s, but like around the '20s and '30s, just because I want to see charlie chaplin's films ah i
2: see
0: but what would you do for a job like probably probably work in film
3: (laughs) or are you saying i can't work in film you
0: can work in film but yeah you can do film you can do whatever you want it's just no animation you don't have animation it's before (laughs) they started yeah I i would work in film i
1: would
3: okay i would try to see like Charlie Chaplin get run over in real life And just fall in real life To his death <laughs> I know he didn't do any of that But he did a lot of crazy stunts That That's what I would like to see work in film be like Alright show me shit. I like that I like that answer mm-hmm. Show me your insanity You guys Marcus, did a good job
2: Marcus and I were 60 years apart But yet we were still in the same industry
1: Interesting
0: I mean, it works. Oh yeah, no, I like the I like those, I like those answers. Down, I've been man. holding on to that one for a while, just because I kind of like really? that. I like okay. to talk. Yeah, I like to talk to like about time periods with people. It's just a lot of different time periods. It'd be cool. I if I my other second answer, I guess, would be I would grow up in the uh, 19 or er, 19 in the 1880s and be a cowboy. Twelve hey. guns
1: and
3: you know <laughs> Oh for like Oh man
0: When yeah. when did
3: the gold rush happen?
0: Like set out right. for the West? Yeah. Oh that was great. What I would actually you know, the town I live in is a cow is like a cow town. So it was like yeah. it started in eighteen eighty one. I think that'd be cool to like go back in time and actually see that. See how it was founded, see what it was like. But I mean a lot of we went through the most uh uh law enforcement out of any cow town. In the Chisholm Trail, which was like 50-something uh, law enforcement. So, Interesting. Don't, don't be a sheriff, don't be a deputy, just be a dude. I'm surprised yeah. that nobody said during, yes, during like, sheriff, any of the Chinese dynasties,
2: the or like, no nobody said during like, uh, the, the um, what is it, the, uh, <laughs> Marcus, why don't you want me to talk <laughs> about the-
0: controversial
2: (laughs) okay um yeah i'm surprised nobody said the chinese dynasty or like a uh uh the um i'm surprised nobody said anything about the medieval time period because like oh i
1: can tell you why not the medieval time well it's disgusting but
2: knights
0: are cool
3: bubonic
2: blood. i was gonna say yeah but i don't want
1: to die when i'm like 30 i was gonna say you know the black
0: plague you know something like that death
1: well, like the average lifespan is like around thirty or so, and I don't know yeah. about you guys, but I kind of want to live long enough to see O'Sleeper's Sleepers' new album. So
0: I'm living to age. <laughs> I'm me. living to forty. I've I've already been decided. Forties my my checkpoint.
1: It's like a, like the minute you hit forty and roll out your fortieth birthday, you're just like I'm out. Peace. Being a Japanese yeah, basically
2: would have been cool too.
0: <laughs> Actually, I'm just thinking I'm gonna I'm just gonna have a heart attack at forty. Be good.
1: I'm
2: just so gonna I, give
0: up that. I'm throwing in the, I'm throwing in the towel. That's
1: pretty. Yeah. You imagine like, Speaking we're gonna be at Sam's 40th birthday and we're gonna sing Happy Birthday to. You. He's gonna blow up the candles and just gonna suddenly just vanish.
0: It's gonna be like on my, uh, like, on on my Sam back entry, and be like, you know, blowing up the candles, and then suddenly Sam Futhy died because he was just tired of living. And it's just me on the computer just going, ooh, and then falling backwards. <laughs> Somebody animate that. Oh my that. goodness, somebody are you, you
1: okay?
0: That. Dude, Death somebody animate that. Please Death animate note. that.
2: It all comes back. It all comes back.
1: Oh, I know. Trev, I know what we're going to do today. I'm going to uh, animate that while you finish your horror film. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, please do. Man, all right.
2: I, I'm hoping to get some more work done on it, but we'll see. uh and... You'll you'll hear something
0: soon, The deal to die for is based off hopes and dreams. Speaking of ending things, Chris, you want to roll us on out of here? End this.
1: Absolutely. I will roll us out with that 9 out of 10 segue. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Frame 100 Podcast. If you have any thoughts on any of the topics we discussed today, please leave a comment or tag us on Twitter with hashtag Frame 100. We'd also like to thank Lots of Toast for the awesome theme music. Please go check out his channel and support his work. If you want to hear more from us, you can find us on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Until then, stay tuned for our next episode and keep brick filming.